Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. I nearly broke forth in a song there and started singing. I keep telling you, one of these days I'll have to tell you the story about that song right there that that little intro comes out of. Really interesting story about that, but not today. <laughs> we'll do it some other time, okay? So, hey, it's so good that y'all have joined with me today. Uh, we may actually finish the book of Galatians today. I'm not sure, but we're going to take a shot at it because uh, what we see here at the end of the sixth chapter is sort of a synopsis of everything that Paul has been talking about. So let's just jump into it, okay? In the sixth chapter of Galatians, in the 11th verse, Paul says this, See with what large letters I am writing to you with my own hand. And you would not believe the debate that has gone into and continues to go into what he means by that. Well, we know a couple of things. When Paul wrote these letters, uh, the Holy Spirit was speaking in and through and to him. But he was not necessarily sitting there writing them down. He had a secretary. He had somebody that was traveling with him or somebody that was with him at that moment. Uh, some think it was Luke. Some think it was somebody else. But somebody else was actually writing it. But at the end of it, he would write with his own letters, sort of like a signature, sort of saying, I'm writing this out myself, you see. And people say, well, why in large letters? I think this is a major hint as to what one of his physical problems might have been. He's already said in this letter right here in Galatians that you love me so much that you would have given your own eyes for me if you could, which gives us an idea that he had a problem with his eyes. And so he's just saying, hey, I'm writing this in my own handwriting here. You can see this. Verse 12, he says this, and he's following up with a whole argument of what's happened and the reason he's writing this letter. Those who desire to make a good showing in the flesh try to compel you to be circumcised simply so that they will not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. That is a profound statement right there. He is dealing with the whole motivation why these Judaizers were coming in, why they were trying to get the uh, Gentile believers to be under uh, the law and make them, quote-unquote, Jews first, circumcised, and then you could believe. The whole reason was to where they would not be embarrassed, to where they would not be persecuted for the, crawl, the, call, the cross of Christ and the cause of Christ. He says that they're wanting to make a good show in the flesh, so it looks good, literally like this. They've got more numbers. Churches do this all the time. We count anything that moves, okay? We count it. Well, they're believers. They're here in attendance. Yeah, this is it. No, th these folks were doing the same thing. They were wanting to make a good show in the flesh, and they were trying to compel them to be circumcised, not allow the Spirit to reveal to them that this is what they needed to do if it was, which it wasn't, but to compel them. And they were compelling them out of the motivation that it would be a good show in the flesh, it would look great, but also to where they would not be persecuted for the, the cross. And you say, well, who would be persecuting other Jews? Other Jews who are not believers. Look what he says in verse 13. For those who are circumcised do not even keep the law themselves, but they desire to have you circumcised so that they may boast in your flesh. They're not even keeping the law that they want to place you under, but they want to place you under that law to where then they could boast, well, we've got this size congregation. We've got this size group. Look at these people. Now, what's really interesting is they weren't trying to get them to go back to Judaism. They wanted them to, they, they would acknowledge it, 
that Jesus Christ is Messiah. But they wanted to adopt the patterns and practices of Judaism and even the behavior and the heart rather than living in freedom and living in liberty and just rejoicing that we're all brothers and sisters together. They were wanting to put on that law, which is such a burden. And again, we do the same thing. We do the same thing. And that's the reason this is such a word of warning for us. So they just wanted to boast in the flesh. Listen to verse 14. But may it never be that I would boast. And you notice this whole boasting thing, Paul uh, first brought it forth at the end of the fifth chapter. And he's mentioned, I think, four times at this point in time right here. And if you're going to boast in something, here he says this, I never be, may it never be that I boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. And another place, Paul wrote about the foolishness of the cross and how it was an embarrassment uh, to the Jews and something that the Gentiles laughed at, right? He says, if I'm going to boast in anything, that's the only thing I'm going to boast in. I'm going to boast in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ because through the cross, the world has been crucified to me and I have been crucified to the world. You want to know how to die to flesh? Do you want to know how to die to yourself? It's in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not in boasting in the great things that we're doing for the kingdom. It's not doing the great things for the kingdom. It is in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then he says this in verse 15. For neither is circumcision anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. He's saying this. It's not whether you're Gentile or you're Jew. That's not what's important. It's the fact that you are a new creation. Then verse 16, he says, And those who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. And, of course, you can have debate about, well, what is this rule? What is he talking about? Was he talking about the immediate thing? Probably. That we, uh, if you're going to boast, boast only in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. But also the rule that he had picked up uh, earlier that we bear one another burden, that you love one another. This is the law of Christ. Also what he said about walking in the spirit and not walking in the deeds of the flesh. All these things, if you walk in these things, peace and mercy will be upon them, speaking uh, apparently to the Gentiles. Why do I say that? Because of the next phrase. And upon the Israel of God. It's the only time that phrase right there is used in Scripture. And the idea behind that is upon those who are true believers that come out of Israel, that come out of a Jewish background, that are Jewish people, that are believers in Jesus Christ. Peace and mercy will be upon them if we will all live and abide by this. Now, the last two verses sort of crack me up here, <laughs> the way that Paul handles this. Listen to what he says, verse 17. From now on, let no one cause trouble for me. For I bear on my body the brand marks of Jesus. He's saying this. I don't want to hear any more about this. I don't want any of y'all cause any more trouble with this. I don't want those that are the Jewish background to say that you have to be circumcised. I don't want any of this. I don't want to be questioned anymore about what I teach. And by, you remember he'd been accused of teaching circumcision. He says, I bear on my body the brand marks of Jesus. And if you do some study and look in Acts and see what happened to Paul, you see that all sorts of things happen. And so I've asked, asked classes and say, hey, what happened to Paul? And they say, oh, well, he was stoned. You know, he nearly drowned. Yeah, he did all that. And all that's absolutely true. But the one that would have left a brand mark of Jesus on his body was the fact that three times he had received the 40 minus one lashes. 
three times he had received 39 lashes across his back, which would have torn him and cut him. And that was done by the Jewish leadership. That was done by the religious rulers. So he's saying this, you know what? Don't y'all cause me any more trouble. Don't you draw my faith and my walk and what I have done into doubt because I bear the brand marks from y'all on my back. The last verse, he says this, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brethren. Amen. I love that. He calls them brethren all the way through and he ends it with calling them brethren. You know, I, I would suggest that before you uh, lay down upon your night bed this evening, that perhaps you uh, read or listen all the way through the book, the book of Galatians. Okay, it doesn't take that long to do it. You can do it probably in 30, 45 minutes. Just read it and just capture the overall uh, feel of it again. And just rejoice in the fact that the Lord has called us to liberty. The Lord has called us to freedom. He has laid out in his word in this portion right here and in the balance of it, how we are to live that uh, life of freedom before one another and before the world. Let us do it. If we would simply do that, oh, what might the Lord do in his kingdom? Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you again next time.